Welcome back to another episode of WTF Where's the Food presented by the Hala Guys. What's going on? My name is Nick. Thank you guys for taking this journey with me. This is episode number 12, WTF Where's the Food. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. And of course, the website, it's amazing. If you haven't checked it out, check it out for yourself right now, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. Lots of great new first taste on there. Plus, I got a chance to check out the B Resort in Orlando. If you're looking to take a quick trip to Orlando, the B Resort is where you want to be. Got the full rundown there. And, you know, you can listen to full episodes of WTF Where's the Food on the website as well. If you prefer to listen on your favorite podcast platform or app, WTF Where's the Food is available there as well. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. WTF Where's the Food is available for you. And if you do listen on Apple Podcasts, be nice if you leave me a little review on there. Let me know how much you love WTF Where's the Food because I love hearing from you guys. And I appreciate every time you guys listen. And a big shout out to Brittany Carroll for coming on the show last week. If you missed that, you got to check it out. She's on Worst Cooks in America on the Food Network. You got to check it out. But that's last week. This week, got a brand new episode for you. Uh, the duel behind Pink Pie. Pink Pie or Mini Pies, this new concept coming out of the South Florida area. Pink Pie, Mini Pies, so your favorite kind of pies, pecan pie, key lime pie, all kinds of pies in mini form. Michael and Paloma joining me on the show, uh, talking about the concept Pink Pie, all about the Mini Pies, how they came up with this idea, why pies to begin with, and of course some of their favorite restaurants in the South Florida area, and so much more. And of course a brand new food news, we're doing it again, and of course the food Porn of the week. Without further ado, let's kick off episode number 12 of WTF Words of Food presented by the Hala Guys with my conversation with Michael and Paloma from Pink Pie. The creators of the original mini pie company, I would say Pink Pie, Michael and Paloma joining me in the studio. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it was a pleasure to be on. Before we get into like Pink Pie and how Pink Pie started, what Pink Pie really is, because people are like, listen, what's Pink Pie? Obviously, it's pie. It's food. It's WTF Wars food. But um, kind of like, how'd you guys meet? How'd you guys kind of get together? You guys are married. Yes, we are. We are. You're originally from? Uh, I'm originally from Brazil. Okay. And? I'm from South Florida. South Florida? I grew up in Hollywood, yeah. Florida. Okay. And where'd you guys meet? You guys met in New York, right? We did. Yes. Yeah, so our story is I left Brazil when I was 17. Mm -hmm. I moved to Italy to go to school, for college. Didn't like it. Moved to London. Didn't like Italy. (laughs) Well, actually, I studied in Italian school my whole life. So I was very familiar with it. Um, And then I moved to London, went to college there. After that, I wanted to go to culinary school because I've always loved cooking. And I pretty much live for food. I would say both (laughs) of us do pretty much. Uh So I moved to New York, and that's where we met. We both went to the Institute of Culinary Education. Uh, we met, we're in the same classroom for culinary arts. We both attended culinary arts and culinary management there, and that's where, where we met, where it all started. So you both wanted to be like chefs or do something in the culinary world? Yeah, I, I really wanted to be a chef. Okay. Paloma kind of went because she always knew she wanted to run a food business and didn't want the chef to be able to take advantage of her, so okay. she wanted to have that grasp. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, she's actually a beast in the kitchen, even okay. though she doesn't work there full-time <laughs> anymore. She does definitely yeah. recipe tests there and 
does some things. Yeah, so after we met, you know, we had five days a week class together, went to the bar all the time after class, and I would constantly, you know, try to talk to her, hit on her, and <laughs> constantly got rejected. But it was kind of like being back in elementary school. You had the same class, same teachers every day. So eventually I, she came in, and the rest is history. We got married, and so when you, together. So when you dating, married, you guys went to school together, did this concept of pink pie ever cross your mind? Or this was just kind of like you were going to be a chef, you were going to continue doing whatever you wanted to do? Yeah, not at all. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to be a chef, so I started working in Michelin star restaurants, really trying to climb the ranks in the kitchen, trying to get, you know, my name out there. And she started working in front of the house, decided that, you know, she wanted to go back and get her master's degree. So she went to NYU and got her master's in hospitality management as I stayed as a chef working. And then we came uh, to South Florida to visit my family, and my sister brought us to the Yellow Green Farmer's Market. Okay. And at the Farmer's Market, it's this amazing market. There's 350 prepared food vendors, but there was no pies. And pies was almost like a big passion of Paloma. I don't know if you want to tell them. Yeah. yeah why um, pies? Like, I, I mean, I don't go to places and be like, I wonder if they have pies. Yeah, it's just, it's a pretty funny story. So when I moved to London, um, I met this girl that's actually my best friend now. And she's from D.C. And we were roommates. And she was super homesick. And I decided that I was going to start cooking Thanksgiving every year, even though I had never had a Thanksgiving meal in my life. Had an idea of what Thanksgiving food consisted of, but... I had never done it, let alone eaten it. So I decided to make a Thanksgiving dinner, which actually turned out to be like an annual thing for all the years that we're living in London. And I just loved making pies. I remember there was this Thanksgiving that I made nine different pies and they were like full size pies. Yeah, different flavors. It was it was crazy. I would cook for like three days nonstop by myself for like all of our friends would have dinners for like 20, 25 people. But it was awesome. I just love making pies, and that's where I got my passion for making pies. And we would make pies, Michael and I, together in New York. When it was pie day, we would just make pies for fun. It was just, I yeah. We, yeah, she kind of brought the pie on me. And, you know, I worked in fine dining kitchens. I'm like, I think I could do some pretty cool things with pies. And we worked on it, and we just created some crazy flavors that we really thought that would work. And we decided, like, we need to figure out a way to get these pies to a bunch of people, but because there is so much food at the farmer's market, we're like, we can't sell full-size pies. People are not going to commit to this large pie mm-hmm. or even a slice because there's, you know, most people go in groups and they all want to try different things. We're like, so they get one of one of something, you know? One of something. Yeah. So like, how can we do this? And then we talked about it and we're like, why don't we just make them small? Paloma actually said like, why don't we just make them mini? Like a bunch of people are doing many things, but nobody does mini pies. And then we thought about it and we're like, well, that's a, you know, it's like a perfect well, it's gotta match. be, I feel like, harder to create a full-size pie into a mini pie. Well, that, that's one of yeah, the biggest challenges big challenge that we us. experienced. At first, we did like, okay, we're just going to take these large pies and shrink them down to mini size. But it didn't really work as well as we, we were hoping. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of recipe testing, and the farmer's market was a good training ground for us where we got to put out new flavors and see what people liked. And then we realized we have to super concentrate these pies. They're small, but when you eat them, they explode in your mouth with flavor. And that's kind of what we realized also the crust being 360 around the pie mm-hmm. and not like committing to a slice mm-hmm. you get like a full pie experience you yeah. get the filling the crust you get everything in one bite instead of like getting like a little bit of filling a little bit of crust so you guys clearly loved pie and yeah. you just said we have to did, did this kind of something like this exist in new york at the time or nothing like i know i'm sure you did your research before you yeah we've never found another mini pie place and we actually realized that pies even though they're the epitome of american dessert there's not like a national pie shop. There's uh, donut shops. There's yeah. cupcake shops. Yeah. Right. But there's no pies. We're like, we have to figure a way to get this where people yeah. can love pies yeah. as much as we do. And we want to, the idea too is to be able to bring pies to everyone. Like he was saying, there isn't really a national brand 
for pies, and that's definitely something that we're aiming to do with Pink Pie in the future. So what? Why, why the move to South Florida? Well, the reason like from New York, like why not yeah. start Pink Pie in New York? Well, that would definitely be a dream, but New York is just a different a, beast. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a different beast. Competition is insane. It's extremely expensive. And even though we love New York and we live there for a while, we figure that South Florida will be a better place to start okay. and then eventually expand to New York and to other places. So why Wynwood for? Well, you did the farmer's market. How long did you guys do the farmer's market for? We've still, we're still at the farmer's market. We've been there for almost three years now. So okay. Yeah, two and, and, and then why did you decide to go to Wynwood? We decided to go to Wynwood because Wynwood is where the food scene in Miami is really happening. Okay. And we feel like we could... We, we want to contribute to what's happening here in Miami. When we first came here, you know, we were kind of disappointed because food is what we do. Mm-hmm. We go to restaurants. That's what we do for entertainment. And Miami didn't have the strongest food scene. And now, obviously, it's been growing a lot very rapidly. And we're like, if we're in Wynwood, that's the epicenter for food. And that's where we need to be to really showcase what we do. The farmer's market, did you guys have like milkshakes and all that too or just pies? No, there we do pies strictly, only the sweet pies as well. Only sweet pies. Only sweet pies. It is a very small space, and there are a lot of vendors that do a lot of things. Like, we always wanted to do coffee. Coffee's a thing that we love, and we think it goes extremely well with pies. But we are right across from this coffee shop, and we're like, okay, like, let's focus on the pies. That's how the concept started. We're not going to add new things to the menu. And then with the shop in Wynwood, we're like, okay, this is our flagship store. We want to do everything that we've always wanted to do with Pink Pie and put all everything that would complement the pie. So we have a full coffee program there. We're going to have beer and wine very soon. We have the pie milkshakes, the pie ice cream sandwiches. I didn't have, even know this. I saw someone post last week, and I was like, milkshakes? Yeah. Milkshakes and pie ice cream sandwiches. Oh, my gosh. Sandwich. What a pie ice cream sandwich is, is you take two mini pies if you're choosing. They could be the same or different, and then we put chocolate or vanilla ice cream in between. Squish it like a sandwich and then put toppings around. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it's it's pretty intense when you eat it. You'll... And, and you know, people think of pie, you're not only doing sweet flavor pie, you're doing savory too, right? We are doing savory. And that's something that we're doing in Wynwood now. And it's something that I'm having a ton of fun with. Like one of the pies in our that's on our menu right now is our chicken and onion confit. So I'm taking chicken, I'm curing it. And then the next day I'm cooking it two and a half hours in duck fat until it falls apart. And I do the same thing. I use five different types of onions cook them in butter for about an hour and a half till they get nice and caramelized, fold in goat cheese and egg. So when you get this, like I'm trying to give you that very like yeah. high-end experience in this little tiny bite, and when you eat it, you you see why. What are, what are some of your favorite flavors of pies that you guys serve, if you had to pick one? You want to go? You want to um, <laughs> it's, I mean, I kind of change, because our menu is seasonal. Mm-hmm. We do have two flavors that are always on the menu, key lime and orange Nutella. The rest we change. Are those the ones, if you take off the menu, people would just strike? Pick yeah. it outside. Yeah, they always sell out. We can never make enough of those. Okay. Um, but I would say Oreo Nutella is one of my favorites. I also love the caramel pretzel. I'm a caramel person. So, okay. yeah, and pistachio, too, is so good. I would say those are my top three right now. How about you, Mike? My favorite would have to be the s'mores pie. The reason why I like the s'mores pie is it's, just, it's very technique-driven, and you don't even realize it when you're eating it. But we do a lot of stuff like we take the chocolate and we cold smoke it in hickory wood to really get that campfire experience like you're roasting marshmallows on the mm-hmm. campfire. And then we tried that at first. And then we realized like you get that the smokiness, but you don't get the burnt marshmallows. We put them on top, but it wasn't like really permeating through yeah. the pie. So we ended up burning marshmallows and folding them into the filling. Oh, nice. So when you eat it, you get like the smokiness from the chocolate and the burnt marshmallows. So it feels like you're eating 
you know, a s'mores right off the campfire. So that one has to be my favorite. Is there a flavor that you have maybe on paper that you've been wanting to try that, you know, maybe, you know, when you kind of start doing it, it might not work, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that the experiment that you, you want to do. Like, what's that one experiment? Yeah, so what we've been actually working on a lot is I try to bring some molecular gastronomy mm-hmm. into the, the pies, something yeah. that, you know, a lot of people haven't seen. So I'm doing some reverse purification with, like, caviar pearls. Oh, nice. So we've been working on actually taking, we want to elevate the topping for the Oreo Nutella right now. It's so good, and we just literally sprinkle a little bit of powdered sugar on top, which works great. And we've tried many toppings on it, and it always changes the flavor. So actually what we've been working on, I don't know if it's going to necessarily work, but we've been making caviar pearls with the Oreo cream and with Nutella. So we're thinking about changing maybe the topping to Oreo and, you know, Nutella caviar. Like when I go to the site, when I went to Pink Pie, I try to find more information about you guys. The site is built for national domination in a sense. Like you can put this in XX wherever and, you know, you can open a franchise or you guys open it yourself. Do you see yourself doing that in the future? Or maybe is there like one particular city that you really would like to see a Pink Pie in? Absolutely. I think that from the get-go when we created Pink Pie, we always had the idea of having several locations and being nationwide. Um, I personally would love to see a pink pie in new york just because History we lived in new york guys, yeah. that's where we met like that's where it all started and i mean i just love new york so i would it, w- it would be <laughs> awesome if we can get one there now if you guys weren't making pies what would you guys be doing i honestly don't know i mean definitely something in the industry and food related i would not be in the back of the house i don't want to be a chef even though I do like cooking, and I enjoy developing recipes with Michael. But I honestly don't know. Like, all I think of right now is pink pie, and I'm so happy that we're where we at right now. So, yeah. Now, I asked this question to every all my guests, and it's basically if you were to walk out pink pie tonight when you wrap up tonight when you close the store and you see a lottery ticket worth $10 million, what's the first thing you do? We would definitely go on our honeymoon. Oh, you so, haven't yeah. on a honeymoon? No. We're not. Because we not. work in the industry and we don't get any time off, yeah. uh, we never took a honeymoon. we always been planning it, but never had that opportunity to do it. And then when we opened Pink Pie, we work seven days a week. We never stopped. So like, our, both of our parents have been like, please, like, we'll give you the money. <laughs> just go. Yeah. But we just we haven't made the time for it yet. So That's awesome. Now, you guys do get time off. Okay, like occasionally, do, where, what are some of the places you like to eat at? So some of our favorite places in Miami, definitely Hidden. It's a little mm-hmm. tiny sushi counter spot. Coming from New York, we love the Omakase sushi experience, yeah. and Hidden hits it right on the mark. Yep. I would say the Surf Club, too. The Obviously, club. it's not the place to go every night. <laughs> <laughs> but but because, for you guys, it might be a special occasion yeah, anytime you guys get a chance exactly. to go out. Exactly. So. Like, we're constantly working. We have insane hours. So when we go out, we really like to splurge. I would say those are top two right now. But. Yeah, and if it came to like a local spot, uh, in Hollywood, there's a place called Go Bistro. Mm-hmm. They do like ramen and buns, and it's definitely like our go-to spot. We Uber Eats it, or we'll go there. And oh, nice. It's pretty small, but they get pretty packed in there, so you got to get it, get there early. Yeah. So you got the, the store running. You know, what's kind of next for you guys? Where do you see yourself in the next five years? And Pink Pie. Um, I see Pink Pie in several locations. Like I said before, we really want to expand. Obviously, it's going to be a somewhat of a slow process. Like, we don't want to go crazy and open 10 locations in one year. But I would say Pink Pie in several locations and hopefully even possibly another concept. We always had this dream of having a hospitality group. So, so there's more in the pipeline. 
There's definitely more oh, than yeah, five. Yeah, there's more than five line. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming. Tell the people how they can follow you guys. You can follow us on uh, Try Pink Pie on Instagram or Facebook, or you can check out our website, pinkpie.com. But, hey, <laughs> check them out in Winwood because they're delicious. Thank you. Thank you. Big shout out to Michael and Paloma from Pink Pie for coming on the show. Make sure you check them out. Their new flagship store located in Winwood. These mini pies are amazing. The birthday cake I recently tried. It's amazing. And, you know, they talked about uh, the sandwiches where they get two pies and an ice cream. I, I just need to check that out. So make sure you check them out. Big shout out to Pink Pie for coming on the show. Now, you know, my love for Hala guys is real. So I need to let you know that the Hala guys is officially open in Brickell at the new 1010 Brickell building on 10th. You know, I talk about Halal Guys all the time. I truly love Halal Guys. And you know what? In Brickell, they're open late as well. So if you haven't gone to the Halal Guys in Miami and you live in the Brickell area, now's the time to try it out. You can enjoy the world-famous chicken and beef euro platter or sandwich. And you can't forget about their world-famous white and red sauces either if you ask me. It's all about the sauce. The more white sauce, the better for me. But if you like spicy, then the red sauce is your best friend. You've seen your friends post about the Halal Guys on Instagram. Well, now you can enjoy this deliciousness for yourself. The Halal Guys in Brickell or the OG location in South Miami, 5966 South Dixie Highway. The Brickell location open late, so you know what that means. Go out with your friends, have a couple drinks, then go enjoy some Halal Guys. The South Miami location open late on the weekend as well. So you already know, go for lunch, dinner, or late night. Tell them that the foodie sent you. I love the Halal Guys. I know you're going to love them too. And a big shout out to the Halal Guys. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at the Halal Guys Miami. Now let's just continue the show with some food news. Burger King has officially released funnel cake fries. Now, think of the times when you go to the fair and you just, the smells in the air, like that funnel cake smell. Well, Burger King hopes to give you that feeling back with these fries. They're sold for $1.99 each and come with nine pieces and will be available for a limited time. Now, Taco Bell has released their own line of shredded cheeses, so you know what that means. Taco Tuesday is getting an upgrade. There are four types of Taco Bell shredded cheeses, Zesty Ranch, Salsa Verde, seven-layer blend, and breakfast fiesta. Now, the Zesty Ranch is shredded Monterey Jack with ranch seasoning. The Salsa Verde is shredded Monterey, sharp white cheddar, sharp cheddar, and mild cheddar cheese with Salsa Verde seasoning. The seven-layer blend is shredded mild cheddar, sharp white cheddar, Monterey Jack, low-moisture mozzarella sharp cheddar, and queso quesadilla cheeses. The breakfast fiesta is a blend of shredded cheddar cheeses with bacon and smoke flavor added. Now, these cheeses are available Right now, you know what the Super Bowl big game happening on Sunday and one thing you want to eat on Super Bowl Sunday wings, right? Well, Buffalo Wild Wings has an offer for you. They want to give everyone a free snack size order of wings if the Super Bowl goes into overtime. Now, the catch is you have to wait a few weeks to redeem the actual free wings. You get them traditional or boneless style. And the promo for the free wings is going to run February 18th from 4 to 7 p.m. You don't have to buy anything when you go back if it does go into overtime, but you do have to dine in to get the free wings. So cheers to Super Bowl Sunday. Little Caesars is bringing back the pretzel crust pizza, and the pizza is now available for just $6. The pretzel crust comes topped with cheddar cheese sauce, mozzarella, monster cheese, and pepperoni. And the chain, Little Caesars, is also offering a stuffed pretzel crust pizza, and it features a round soft pretzel crust pizza with a cheese stuffed crust topped with cheddar cheese sauce, mozzarella, monster, and pepperoni. 
Kit Kat is now available in the form of ice cream. Kit Kat drumsticks are out now. It comes with a standard vanilla ice cream in a cone, which is covered in chocolate shell, coated with roasted peanuts and wafer pieces inside the chocolate shell, a fudge center, and, of course, the chocolate nub at the bottom of the cone. This flavor is available right now, so check your freezers. Sonic is adding Oreo a la mode to its menu. It comes with fried Oreos and Sonic's vanilla ice cream. Each dessert is just $2.99 and are available for a limited time. Pepsi is rumored to be creating a nitro Pepsi that will come in two flavors, the signature cola and vanilla. Now, the drink, which according to Pepsi, is meant to be consumed cold, not over ice in a glass and without a straw. So think of it like the nitro cold brew. Well, they're going to bring this concept to Pepsi. Now, it's still in development. No date when it's going to be available, but it is for sure going to be available, and I cannot wait to try it. KFC or Kentucky Fried Chicken in the U.K., in the UK, is offering up 230 limited edition gravy-scented candles for guests to have the comfort of gravy smell in their own homes. Now, to get your hands on one of these candles, you have to enter KFC's UK prize drawing with just a name and email, and they're going to select 230 fans to ship a gravy candle to. Now, I don't know about you, but this is something I can get down with, and this is something I want in my house. So, KFC, if you're listening, bring this to the States, or just send me a, a gravy sense of candle, please. Food porn of the week. This week, it's a good one, and the food porn of the week this week is a bacon Cheeto-crusted chicken tacos from Chef Ruben. You can find him and this dish at Airport Cafe in Liquors in Miami. Uh, it's a honey barbecue, charred habanero corn, agave pico, queso blanco, fresh greens, homemade guac, and, of course, some fries. This looks, I'm telling you, epic. So delicious. This is like the kind of meal I just want to eat right now. Shout out to Chef Ruben for killing it over there at Airport Cafe and Liquors. You got to check out these bacon Cheeto crusted chicken tacos from Chef Ruben. You can check it out on Instagram right now at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Of course, you can follow Chef Ruben at Chef Ruben, R-E-U-B-E-N. And of course, check them out at Airport Cafe and Liquors. If you see some food porn that you think I should highlight on the show every week, make sure to tag me on Instagram at the foodie. And it's time to wrap up. That's episode number 12. Thank you for listening. I truly appreciate it. You know, my spiel every single week. You can subscribe and download on your favorite podcast platform, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. WTF Wars Food presented by the Halal Guys is available wherever you consume your podcast. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review on there as well. Of course, you can listen to full episodes on the website, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. Lots of great first tastes, lots of food porn on there as well, and you can listen to full episodes, so it's a win-win either way. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at thefoodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. I appreciate you listening each and every week. My name is Nick. This is episode number 12 of WTF Wars Food presented by the Hala Guys. Hope you join me next week for another episode. And always remember to hashtag never stop eating.